listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's turn to our first guests and topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to hear all about the latest production by the Hong Kong Players and their 2020 pantomime going viral. And to tell us a little bit more, I'm really excited to welcome on their program their chairperson, Juliana Colorossi, and the director, Jennifer Barkley, and also the producer, Elliot Watson. Welcome back on the show, Julie, and great to meet you, Elliot and Jennifer. Thank you very much indeed for joining us this afternoon. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. We are on Facebook Live as well, so you'll be able to join us there. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. And uh, do tune in and you can chat directly to Juliana, Jennifer and Elliot. Feel free to comment on the Facebook page. Now, the production will be running from Thursday the 10th of December from 6 o'clock all the way through to Sunday the 13th of December. How exciting. Maybe... uh, Julie, I'll start off with you first. It's great to chat with you again. Perhaps you can tell us the backstory of, of this panto, because for a while, I think it was looking like you weren't going to have a pantomime this year uh, at all. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right, Noreen. Um, so we actually had a totally different show planned, cast, and ready to go. We were, we were going to put on Jack and the Beanstalk, and um, we already had our first uh, meeting, and then COVID situations just started to get worse and worse. And so we decided it's not going to be possible this year. And so we pulled that show and we had a discussion and we thought, well, Jack got stuck up the beanstalk in a COVID lockdown, couldn't come back again, is waiting until hopefully 2021 when it's safe to come down. And instead, um, we decided to throw together a very new show. Now, we had very limited time because, uh, because the restrictions kind of escalated and then fell and now are escalating again. We had a very short window to put together our new show. And so uh, the 2020 Panto going viral is um, all about COVID. It's a new context. Um, but while we've not able to perform live and we've had to pull our new show, um, our old show, we are very excited to be able to share in this new medium with a broader community um, around the world. So people from all over the world will be able to watch. And I know for someone like me who's got family back home in South Africa, it's the first time I'll be able to share a performance that I'm in um, with them as well. So I suppose while it brings limitations on one hand it does provide a lot of other opportunities on the other brilliant it's so great that you're also positive and able to see the opportunities rather than oh <laughs> covid um perhaps let's bring jennifer into the discussion as well jennifer welcome on the program perhaps you can tell us a little bit more about uh, the panto going viral and, and directing it what is it about exactly um, yes, yeah, so just a tiny bit of backstory. We had already auditioned and cast an entirely different show, uh, and we had many, many, um, you know, disheartened um, conversations about how we were going to, you know, is there just going to be nothing? Is this going to be the first year where there's just nothing? And because um, Julie had done the Corona monologues online, that sort of started to become a template for us. You know, maybe we could do this. And that first seed was the first time where we started to say, okay, if we were to do that, what could we do? 
And we realized that none of our planning for the old panto would work. It was all geared toward the Shusen. And so we, um, we reached out to some people we know in the community. And thankfully, we, um, a wonderful woman uh, named Janet. What's Janet's last name again? Walker. Walker. Janet Walker. Mm. Okay. Um, Janet Walker um, said that she would uh, pen an entirely original um, panto for us just to film. And so this one was about the, the, the first kernel of the idea was how the Grinch stole Christmas. And it was this idea that 2020 is coming to try to steal Christmas from us. And, but we're going to be victorious and, and we're going to take our Christmas back. Um, so uh, that was the first, you know, kernel. And we started to get, you know, portions of the script. And then we went back to our original cast, and some of those people decided to carry on with the new production, some didn't. And we just sort of started. I mean, this is really the thing. We just kind of went on faith. We, we didn't know how we were going to film it. We didn't know if we were going to have sound. We didn't know how we were going to distribute it. We just sort of went forward with faith um, that we could, we could do it. And so we reduced the cast um, mostly for social distancing so that we would have, you know, enough um, space to accommodate because normally the cast is an upward of like 30 people. That would have been much too many for our small studio. So we reduced that to nine and then uh, we just started. Um, we had some wonderful rehearsals. We had some a really collaborative experience of people um, you know, bringing in their choreography experience, bringing in uh, extra jokes for the script, and um, just a real collaborative can-do kind of uh, atmosphere. And here we are. We actually have a thing. We're really quite amazed and excited that we have a thing. <laughs> I think that's remarkable. And exactly what you said. It's such a can-do spirit, you know, not letting 2020 stealing our Christmas. And I'm sure it's a lot of pivoting on, on your part, a lot of reorganization and, and shuffling, to, to say the least. Um, Elliot, you're the producer of, of, of this. Um, uh, Elliot Watson, tell us about your involvement and sort of how, how did you sort of reshuffle, remanage things and throw things out the door and bring in new stuff. Right. Well, um it's been it's been quite a challenge. It's been quite an adventure, I think, as well. Um when we started, we I think I had one conversation with Jennifer about it in a coffee shop. And we kind of went, yeah, okay, we could do this, you know, not really knowing what this was. Was <laughs> Just, it really okay, a let's, coffee shop or was it a off. glass of wine? Because the last time for the Corona no. models, it was... No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I sadly, sadly to, to, to spoil everyone else's fun, I don't drink. So it was a coffee shop. That was, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we sat there and we were like, right, let's, this is what we could do, you know, and and Corona Monologues was all on Zoom and we felt that Panto would benefit from a smaller sort of audience in the sense that if we had it over zoom then it would lose a bit of its effect we would like because part of panto is that sort of camaraderie and all that sort of thing so we decided zoom wouldn't exactly work perhaps we could record it in a very small studio setting where our friends and family come in and watch you know very safely behind spit screens and all this sort of thing uh, socially distanced and all that um and so that's kind of the idea we ran with um, 
the major challenge for me, I come from a sort of stage management background. I, I stage managed last year's Panto and I came on board to kind of stage manage slash produce this year's Panto, whatever it was. And so when, um, when we got to that position where, okay, well, we can't use or we won't use the solution, um, what are we going to do? We were very lucky that we have got a practice venue in Sambogong that, that is quite large for, for Hong Kong. And it's just about large enough for a small two-winged theatre. You know, it's very, very small. It's very intimate in the sense that it, well, it's small. Um, so what we did is myself and uh, a guy called Adrian Davis, we built out a theatre in that studio. And we kind of looked around at things that we've got in in what we call spooky, the, the rehearsal space. What have we got? What lights can we find? What bulbs can we find? Can we use this lamp as, a, as an official light? No, no, maybe not bright enough. You know, all these sort of things. And really, it was very hands-on. It was making decisions on the fly, like, this doesn't work. What can we do with this, you know, and all these sort of things. We got some fantastic people on board gradually. The sort of snowball started rolling down the hill and more people were like, oh, this, this sounds good. This is a good project to get behind. We got some good lighting help, some great sound help. Then at the last minute, literally the week before we start filming, the videographer turns up. He's like, oh, we found a videographer. Oh, great, great, great. It's not going to be one of us, you know, which was wonderful. You know, it's a big relief to know that somebody, um, Sean, fantastic videographer who who really stepped in from nowhere. For, for my opinion, we hadn't heard of him a week before. And, and Julia was said, oh, I found this friend of ours. Sean, why don't we give it a go? And Sean's been fantastic as well. And it, that's just kind of... Um, representative of the whole project the whole project has been this sort of collaborative thinking on your feet learning as you go along and and what works what doesn't you know and i think we're the better for it as a group it really has built our community we're a community theater group and the community of people that put it together i think it's really helped us a lot you know and and it was a tough year for all of us so i think it's good that we've got something like this to sort of cap it off with really and, and to make sure that it doesn't all end badly. And yeah. you know, it's worth noting, you know, you all have full-time jobs, you all have your own busy lives to, to, to care for and this is something that you do in your spare time and you're pulling this, this off. This is truly remarkable. Yes, we're 100% volunteers generally. Um, we pay a couple of bills here and there but no, generally we are all volunteers giving our, up our own time um, to do this and Bringing you know, the, must, the much-needed Christmas cheer. One thing that comes Absolutely. to mind is um, perhaps th- this one is for uh, Jennifer, but you know, uh, or, or maybe Julie, uh, uh, maybe Elliot, you, you can jump in. You know, this is all online. So what comes to mind is the blocking that is usually done for theatre is now sort of evolving into a sort of on-screen performance sort of film, sort of TV. Um, but you still need to sort of stay true to to the theatre art, really, to, to theatre. So how are you adapting to all this? How are you making sure that it's blocking that sort of still like a theatre piece, but suitable for on screen? Yeah, this kind of affected, the, the it being a video kind of affected every part of production. You know, we had to light it a lot brighter than we would normally light in the theatre for the cameras, um, we had to uh, have the a- actors um, speak if there was something in which they were um, supposed to be directing it toward the audience. We had to get them to look into the camera as if there is an, a shadow audience behind the camera, which is very 
because we had a live audience for all of our uh, filming, it's very unnatural to not look at the, the, audience. the audience, to look into the camera. Um, and so many times I would say to the actors, this is going to feel a bit unnatural, but don't look at the other person in the scene. I want you to look directly into the camera. Uh, we had to bring everything much more forward, um, you know, because our eye is not picking up everything on the in the set. Normally, as an as a theater audience member, you're looking here, you're looking there, you're listening to this, you're sort of picking up, you know. But the video just doesn't accommodate that. It's just a limitation of of filming, and so we brought everything in much closer. This also came into the editing. We had to zoom in to people because weirdly in a theater, you feel connected even if the person on stage is quite small. But in a video, if you can't see their face, you feel quite distant. So it was really, it came into every kind of aspect of the, um, of the production. Um, and one thing I wanted to add, just something I thought of when you were talking about earlier about community and about everyone coming together um, is we all are teachers, and um, I'm at Victoria Shanghai, and um, our writers at Kellett, our videographer is from ISF, Billy's from Renaissance, and all of us leaned on our schools. Um, we all brought things from our theater departments. We all brought equipment. Um, we, you know, of course, you know, asked the school, um, but you know, they all supported us in in you know just kind of like because we didn't want to spend any money <laughs> any money so we were like what can we get you know and we just want to um also just thank them as well just for you know allowing us to sort of you know rob the riches and and you know try to put this together um the spirit yeah, of christmas yes absolutely oh yeah and i think like in, um, in trying to keep, I mean, we've been doing, the Hong Kong players have been doing panto for um, hundreds of years. And so in order to, we've been doing panto for 59 years consecutively. And we really did not want to stop that this year. We didn't want COVID to stop it. So um, what we might have to compromise in terms of like car size or in set and production and like costumes, we couldn't get that together in our small studio um, and with the budget that we had. But what we definitely have um, benefited from and grown is a new community and um, especially in a time when we are all feeling really disconnected from each other. Um, it's been awesome to be able to come together as, as a theatre community and just put something on. Absolutely. Something. Juliana, you're <laughs> also an actor in, in the panto. Was it, um, was it strange to be sort of acting for on screen for a camera rather than the, the usual sort of facing the audience? Um, yes, but you know what? I love it anyway. Like Jennifer um, led the cast so beautifully. We had a brilliant cast of nine members and they all have so much passion and energy that when you get on stage, you're having so much fun that, yeah, it's a little bit weird, but you don't really notice. And also you, um, you're all teachers, so you're used to sort of facing the camera these yeah. days. It's sort of second nature. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know how the light hits yeah. us best. <laughs> But it's no, it's it's been it's been such a great journey. The audience gives you so much energy that you then that fills you up, and then you're able to like spew it out again. Um, it was just an incredible experience. I'm so glad I was able to be a part of it. 
Yeah. Elliot, what are some of your th- thoughts on, you know, the rehearsal process as the stage manager? I mean, how is it sort of very different or maybe the essence of it is actually quite similar? A production is a production. So the spirit of things, maybe it's not so different. Yeah, I think because we made it a small stage, it was equivalent to being a, a regular, obviously not regular stage manager, but it was it was close to it. But having stage managed last year, I was in charge of a cast of, of sorry, a crew of about 28 to 30 people. This time we couldn't physically get 28 people in total, not even cast or, or crew to combined. We couldn't get that. So I think I had a, I had one person with me for all of it and I had some support as well. So the crew went down from 30 to four, which is still manageable. Um, but yeah, it's very different, very, very unique. Um, but from a stage management point of view, it's actually, I feel I've learned a lot more because we've literally built the theatre ourselves. So we've worked out how are these things designed? How can we ourselves build it to make it look theatre-ish? You know, and how can we, um, when our friends and family come to see this brand new thing to them, we've been working on it for weeks, but when they come for the audience, how will they interact with the the stage and what's on the stage as well? So, yeah. Basically, we're all geared towards similar things as last time, but it's all twisted a bit because, of course, we're not we're not in the massive Sushan Theatre. We're in the small spooky theatre that seats 15, 14 people responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> very, very small. Uh, yeah. How is the socially distancing working out in terms of, maybe Jennifer, you, you can take this question. Uh, you know, how is it working out in terms of directing and making sure the cast members are socially distance-ish? Yeah, we were um, we wore masks the whole rehearsal process. Um, there was um, other than just drinking water, that was it. Um, and then um, we had, like Elliot said, we had barriers between the audience and the actors. Um, we asked the actors if they were comfortable um, or just the video. We did one day for Act One and one day for Act Two. If they would be comfortable for those those two days to just to not wear the mask for the video. Again, we had barriers between the actors and the audience. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, so the, the actual filming, the actual video is, is without masks. But we were very, um, you know, we have our own temperature checks. Um, and we were very careful. No food or snacks or anything like that. Um, but I will say, you know, as, as positive of an, as an experience as this was, you know, there were legitimate times where we were not sure that we were even going to be able to get this done. There was many scares where, you know, there was, um, talk of, you know, further restrictions, you know, nobody, nobody being able to go anywhere with more than two, you know, you know, could, can't, you know, we we're always under the threat of somebody in the cast you know, being tested positive, which would shut down the entire production. So when I, you know, the fact that this came together is a testament to Elliot and, you know, his sort of like carefulness, preparation, dedication. And, you know, it, there were times uh, where we were very stressed out. <laughs> um, but yeah. We all feel like, Ah, we 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 got over the finish line, um, but I, there was many restrictions and many times where we were uh, unsure for sure. 
Juliana. And I think um, what was amazing is in those times where things were tough and rocky, um, what what really like stood out to me was the fact of of being able to lean on my team and that all of us together were a community. And, you know, when the choreographer isn't able to participate anymore, well, guys, who's got dance skills and who can work together some, <laughs> some moves? And, you know, um, when the music director can't be there on a certain day, well, who's got those skills? How can we draw on each other to make this still move forward and happen? And so I, I definitely felt that more in this show than I have felt in other shows is, we we gonna make it work together. How can we do that using each other? And um, yeah, like Jennifer said, it was definitely a, a, there was a lot of collaboration bringing this together. Many people to thank. <laughs> oh, what a truly remarkable team. Really resilient as well. You know, despite the circumstances, you're able to put on some Christmas cheer for the Hong Kong audience and perhaps even global because now this is online as well. Many thanks once again for your time today. It's such a pleasure to to, to meet you to all uh, once again. And we've been speaking to Elliot Watson and also to Juliana and also to Jennifer as well. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Don't forget, Going Viral will be uh, in, I was going to say in the cinemas, but on screen, sort of, um, uh, from the 10th of December all the way through to the 13th of December. For more information, you can go to the Eventbrite link, which, while I, which I will put in the comment section of this Facebook video. So do support such a wonderful uh, local team who've managed to put the latest production by the Hong Kong players going viral. Thank you so much for your time once again, and it's great to meet you. you. Merry Christmas Thank to you all, and best of luck for your performances. Thank you very Merry much Merry Christmas to you Thanks too. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye, Bye for now. You. Bye for now.